0: Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life
1: isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves.
0: It's time, if it's not already, to stop asking why. Yeah. And it's time to start reframing the questions to what and how.
1: You messaged me this and I was confused by it. So now you can explain it to me.
0: Yeah, what can we do and how can I bring forth? Because the whys tend to send us down these rabbit holes and it has us spinning our wheels and it doesn't actually do anything.
1: No, you're right, actually. That makes sense. Because actually, thinking about it, that's what I've been doing recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, without clearly understanding but I found that when something would happen, if I started saying why, and then you go back to, well, when I was 15 years old, this happened, or, oh, well, my story is this, mm-hmm. or, oh, well, this or that. Actually, you end up just getting stuck in the kind of story of your victimhood. Yes. And actually, once you've healed it, you've healed it, it's done. There's no need to keep going back and looking at the scar. No. It doesn't make sense. So instead of that, it's like, all right, what am I missing here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do I want? Mm -hmm. And then once I can figure that bit out, I guess I'm at a place where I'm a bit like, I don't really ever understand the how it works, but it somehow does. So I kind of leave the how up to my higher self. Okay. But I focus on the what. Because I figure if I can be really clear about what I want. Yes. As a result of how I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. then I can at least put that into motion if that makes exactly
0: sense. and it is about being in motion right it was yeah. not this whole season was it spirit in motion or something like that yeah. is the title and so it is about being able to move forward and the why doesn't allow us to move forward the why is our karma in order to get to 2024 as intact as possible the why needs to go we need to stop asking why this is happening and what can we do about it mm. because the why starts to also lead us to blame and victimhood yeah well of course if we're a victim then there's somebody to blame somebody's yeah. at fault for our victimization yeah. right and so even if it's ourselves <laughs> it's often ourselves yeah. <laughs> we've somehow contributed to it in one way or another right yeah. even if it just means internal having internalized our victimhood yeah
1: or even if it's why did i you know raya style why did i choose to come to be live if yeah. you want to go as big as that i could always find a way to blame myself <laughs> i was very good at it but actually the why is just bullshit
0: it becomes very much bullshit, doesn't it? The farther along you get in your evolution and your personal growth, it it stops serving us. It's true. So weird. It happened to me this weekend when I was like, enough. Like, yeah.
1: Like, and it wasn't like me thinking, oh, it happened, so it's done. Mm-hmm. Like, even though there is a part of me that does think, it happened, so it's done. Mm-hmm. And like this whole, you know, we go to other people and we're like, you know, You didn't know that I was broken. You must love me differently because of my brokenness. Why is my brokenness your problem? Mm -hmm. It's not. Yeah. You know, I've been watching a lot of Married at First Sight Australia, and that's really coming through. Um, Are
0: you sure that's really good for your psyche? Oh, my God, it's
1: so good. It's amazing. I love it. I'm watching every dysfunction, and I'm not having to be part of any dysfunctional marriages, but I'm experiencing them all. It's genius. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll give you that. But, yeah, like, actually sometimes... It keeps us in the past, like you know. We keep saying like mm-hmm. history is literally history, yeah. And the past is done. The past will keep repeating, if we keep bringing it back into our future, yeah. And yes, we talk about mentally about you know first being more open to the idea that there could be more going on, right? Yeah. As in, can you imagine that there's different possibilities, not the the only possibility that you think there is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. You know, in a very simple base level of bullshit, I appreciate. But can you imagine that he didn't text you back because he was busy, not because he hates your guts? Yeah. You know, like, can we, can we at least do that first? Can we see the possibility for other um, Mm -hmm. possibilities? And then can we be humble enough to accept that we maybe don't know everything, but we know ourselves? Yeah. And can we then be courageous enough to accept that's all we need?
0: Mm -hmm. Do you really want to go to Why? As opposed to, how can I live differently? Because the argument used to be, until I know why, I can't make a decision. I can't get out of it. But one thing I can say is... We all know why. Yeah, exactly. It's never going to be a revelation.
1: It's no. either family, friends, past relation. It's something that happened to us when we were younger. We all yeah. know why.
0: Yeah, Or past life or whatever. Yeah, yeah there's going to be that core trauma and... Until you can decide, this is what I want, and this is how I'm going to get it. That's what's going to move us forward. And that
1: second bit, and Mm -hmm. all the bits, to be honest, you Mm -hmm. know, and very much when we talk about the karma stuff, it's just following your heart and allowing you, you to instinctively and very naturally heal your karma By actually listening to yourself Mm -hmm. rather than other people.
0: And living with integrity as you do that. Because when you're saying follow your heart, the other way to look at it, um, as we discussed in previous episodes, was live in integrity. Which is aligned to your truth. But I've got to ask this though. What is the
1: point of all of this? Like, I know that we've just really cussed down the why for a while. (laughs) But I am going to ask why.
0: Why? You don't have to ask why, you can ask what. what it's just as you said, what's yeah. the point of all of this? But
1: yeah, so yeah. I don't have to ask why, I can ask what then, fine. <laughs> what is the point of all of this? Like I understand on a personal level, I am much happier and things seem to work out. Mm-hmm. And it's like dreams come true in motion. I can't explain it any other way, right? Yeah. So personally, it's great. But then I open my eyes and look at the rest of the world and I'm like, this is horrific. Yeah. I want to close it again. And I'm like, what is the point?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we always said, that it's the consciousness game, right? It's the move from third dimensional consciousness to fifth dimensional consciousness. And just a quick recap, third dimensional consciousness is separation where you are not me. I am not you. We're completely separate. We have egos that tell us that and everything is about right or wrong. And you're either right or wrong in everything that you do. And the way to heal that and move into fifth dimensional oneness consciousness is to acknowledge that all of that was While it worked for a while, and that's what our world was based on, it is all an illusion because pain is an illusion, and we're all here, we're all part of the same thing, and we can operate and live our lives harmoniously.
1: Why is pain an illusion?
0: Because it is not real. It only is a result of separation. But because separation is actually a lie, pain is not real. So
1: when I'm in pain...
0: It's not real. It's just your separation just coming up.
1: I don't think Until I understand, year. but okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe okay. it's not for today.
0: No, it's for today. So it feels real to us, right? But the only truth, the only truth, because everything else is relative in this lifetime, but the only truth is that we are divine, and everything else flows from that. So the pain that you're thinking of is not really pain at all it's just a reminder of separation
1: which is effectively i can't be who i am and for it to work out yeah
0: yeah that is the pain so and this is to distinguish from physical pain which is also real but only real when you are that connected to your body to your physical body that that's all that really matters because when you're connected to all of your bodies, right, when you are whole healed in all of your bodies, from your spiritual to your mental to your emotional and your physical, you find that physical pain is actually greater. Just, it's just discomfort. It is, well, this is just a function of being in this human form. So pain ceases to be such deep pain. It is, again, part of the illusion of being in body. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. So it's super woo-woo, but I can get my head around Yet. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Call it woo-woo. Okay. You know, one could call it disassociation at times, but there is a way of understanding that we can be so connected to our bodies, but also disconnected from that, pers- that pain perception. But at the same time, I have to say personally, I find that quite disrespectful. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because. <Rare> the contrarian.
1: <laughs> because I respect my physical body so much now. In brackets. I was going to
0: say, do you? <laughs>
1: because if it, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my physical body, right? None of us would be, here, No. Right? <laughs> so okay. I have to, if I'm in pain, I have to honor that pain mm-hmm. because my physical body is telling me something is wrong and I need to respect that because if mm-hmm. I didn't respect my physical body, then I wouldn't be here. Yeah. My physical body is what allows me to be on this earth. My physical body is what allows me to have You know, or the pleasure that comes with being in body. If you guys think about all the best things that you experience in your life, there's something to do with your physical body involved in it in Mm -hmm. some way or another. So I do think that, like, that's kind of the respect part of it as well. But if you think about it on a bigger scale, how I feel towards my physical body is maybe how we all should be really feeling towards our outside world. Our outside world
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in the same way.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be
1: able to live here the way I do, if it wasn't for the way my outside world was, if it wasn't for the sun that was shining, if it wasn't Mm -hmm. for all the different things that allow me... Don't say
0: the birds singing.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know why it says the sun ain't going to shine anymore, because I'm literally saying the opposite. But like, but no, like the sun shining, the the beach, the sea, you know, everything, like everything, all like all my favorite with the wind in my hair when my car is, you know, convertible down, like all the things, like being... (laughs) in this body and on this earth is a gift yeah. and that needs to be respected but we've just fucked it up as humans because we almost resent being in this body on this earth and I definitely was one of them yeah. so we just keep fucking it over over and over and over again instead Absolutely. of actually if we can heal ourselves from that resentment and mm. understand that that resentment is merely a function of not listening to who we are yeah, then actually we can start to enjoy all the things that we at first resented does that make sense
0: it makes perfect sense and I think it's yeah I think it's perfectly said because when I look at I mean I see this all the time because I have kids in school so of course it's like I'm always you know being confronted with environmental initiatives and you know I mean there's just no end right to what you see in media what you get from schools and how we can make the world a better place and I think true but the reason we're not there yet has Is entirely what you said, which is we don't have a strong enough, a powerful enough, and a healed enough relationship to our own bodies that we cannot take care of the larger body that we're all in, that that we all inhabit together. And the issue is also that I feel
1: like we end up doing it through judgment and shame rather than respect. And I think Mm -hmm. we keep, I keep banging on about this, and I'm sure I've done this before, even though I can't remember past episodes, but um, yeah. There is a big difference between the two. If I choose to do something because I respect the other person, myself, Mm -hmm. the world, whatever it else, that is an action of love,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? I understand why it's called this. Sun ain't going to shine anymore without love.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine. It is about love. Yay! But but it is an act of love, right? Uh It's an act of love. You know, I respect myself. I respect you, so I'm doing something. If I recycle, it's not because... um, I, I should do that and people will judge me and shame me for not doing it. Or
0: you'll get a ticket.
1: Or I'll get a ticket. And a fine yeah. or whatever. It's more because it hurts me to think of landfills. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to not contribute to that, Yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very different thing. Yeah, And we need to be shifting out of this idea that what we should do, if we don't do it, we're punished for it. Mm-hmm. And instead we need to be shifting into a kind of very different idea of we want
0: to do these things, Mm -hmm. whatever they are, because they're expressions of our love. Exactly, exactly. And so (laughs) why are we talking about this now? Episode 13 of season seven, Spirit in Motion, is because it's all about the 5D framework. So as you asked before, and we'll we'll say it again because it bears repeating, because I don't think we say it a lot or we haven't repeated it enough for us to be that bored with it. But there's a difference between, you know, when we make the distinction fifth dimensional consciousness and 5D and oneness, right? They're all somewhat distinct ideas, but we tend to get a little lazy and so we abbreviate and whatever. But fifth dimensional consciousness is the very large framework in which oneness is one aspect of that framework, right? Just like third dimensional consciousness, what underpinned that was separation, but what gave rise to separation or a product of separation was polarity and dualism, right? You can't say dualism is is 3D consciousness. That's not totally it. There's so much that falls under that framework. So much like fifth dimensional consciousness, one thi- oneness is one of the things that falls under that framework. Yeah?
1: Well, it's the foundation of it. it Just like polarity and dualism would have been kind of...
0: It's an underpinning, yes. Yeah. But it's not the only underpinning.
1: No, no, I'm not saying it's a foundation, not the foundation. Right.
0: Okay, yeah. We would prefer the word underpinning. Okay. Because there's going to be more. Okay. More pins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, but again, the foundation for fifth dimensional consciousness. Okay, well, we'll add this. We'll add, we're going to add this today. Okay. All right? It is not just oneness, nor is it harmony. Don't forget joy.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: How nice! Yeah, that's nice. Finally, I know. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I can get behind joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: everyone's in joy. But it's true. You can't have oneness or harmony without joy. Because mm. if people are unhappy, they're going to be bitter and resentful. <laughs>
0: exactly. And so we can we can focus on joy a little bit for this episode, right? Because when we're really thinking about our relationship to Mother Earth or Gaia, which is A 3D name for Earth. As you described your relationship to nature, it's what brings you joy, right? And so what people have become very disconnected to, and including environmentalists, because they're so worried about the destruction and so focused on the negativity, and perhaps fear is, where's the joy? Mm. What's been lost in this exploration of relationship to Gaia or mother earth, the environment, nature is the joy to be found. And we don't even mean like, and we could even go on and on about life force. And, but it's quite simply, we've lost the joy and earth has lost her joy, right? Because she's been mined and polluted And exploited. It's probably a bit bitter and resentful. (laughs) You think? (laughs) You see how it all works? (laughs) The synchronicity of it all. (laughs) And so one of the unfortunate circumstances of this time period pre-2024 is how often, like how much we're going to be confronting these these fears around the environment but as you've come to acknowledge and see over the past 3 years fear is not the driving force for change no fear is the driving force for paralysis yes precisely which is why nothing's been done mm. it's why progress has not been made we will say the one legitimate thread for the envir- for protecting the environment and mother earth as she is, is for the future. It's the one argument that can be made that that will always hold water is the idea for tomorrow. What is the tomorrow for future generations who have yet to be born if Earth is left in complete devastation and ruin? But here's what people forget. The Earth, as she is, is very capable of regeneration. What people have failed to understand is that your life is no more significant than Earth. So what's really important is that as much as people really worry about protecting Earth, of course it is born from a sense of self-preservation. But that self-preservation cannot be ensured without preserving Earth, right? But at the same time, I can't believe they want to say this, Earth doesn't give a shit. It will do what it will do even at the cost of her human inhabitants. So as much as we're pushed to consider protecting Earth because it's really about ourselves, what is really important is about coming into harmony with relationship to Earth.
1: And like we said in a previous season, you can't judge and blame and fault others for not being in a position to be green when they're worrying where their next meal is coming from. Yeah. When they're worrying how to get their children to school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We can't hold everyone to the same standard.
0: No. Does what I just said make sense? Because that's what they're saying, and I think it's really weird. <laughs> I was like, are you sure you really wanted to no, say I'm it fair. that way? And they're like, yes.
1: I mean, Earth is just if Earth, if, if Earth is going to I'm just gonna have a fucking volcano wipe us all off and be like, okay, I'm done with them.
0: Yeah, but pretty much. And I can now
1: regenerate. Yeah, it makes exactly.
0: sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll just have another ice age. Or, yeah. you know, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, and that will naturally happen if we continue like this. So part of the self-preservation that we're doing is, I think, an understanding that we are not strong enough to fight Earth. Pretty much. So we have to respect it. Yes. But people are respecting it by doing the one thing we always fucking do as humans. When we want people to do something, we use fear to control their actions. Mm-hmm. You will die unless you recycle. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at why we're here... It's because we have consistently prioritized our fears mm-hmm. and assuaging our fears
0: mm-hmm.
1: over actually our healing and coming to a place of responsibility and respect.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? It's so like the first step might joy and harmony and all of that, right? But once, once you're able to actually be in joy and be in harmony with oneself, yeah. you do naturally want to extend that out. Yes. Right? Yeah. And actually our human tendency to use fear to control everything which mm-hmm. is just now to be honest coming straight out with all of this like oh I've marched for this oh I've judged yes. for that oh I've shamed someone else for doing this that ain't gonna <laughs> do anything apart from maybe they'll you know when someone else is around they'll recycle but they're not gonna recycle when you close the door hmm. so at the end of the day what are we trying to do here long lasting change yes. and harmony well that involves actually empowering people not cutting them down
0: mm-hmm yeah,
1: And that's a very different thing. And it's our human tendency to try and do the shortcut.
0: Yes. I was just going to say, because we're trying to do it as quickly as possible. We get yeah. the sense that, you know, our doom is literally around the corner. Yeah.
1: Well, our doom is literally only around the corner because we've been living in our doom since the dawn of fucking time, where we've been told that doom <laughs> is the only way unless we listen to someone who knows more than us. Yeah. So we're living a doomsday model because we've always lived in a doomsday model. If we want to change the doomsday, it's about removing the doom.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's all due to greed. Yeah. Right? And greed is what underpins the entire viewpoint.
1: But yeah, of course it is. Because what is greed if it's not a fear of abundance?
0: Fear of lack. It's lack. Sorry. Well, let's define greed okay. today. Okay? Because we've alluded to it, but we've ignored... No. We've avoided the topic, interestingly enough. I mean, despite the fact that we have... We, we've done cursory reviews in various ways. The one thing that we really haven't touched upon in these almost seven, you know, these seven seasons has been greed. And Guidance has always said, you know, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. And it really is one of the things and one of the underpinnings of 3D that keeps us tied to 3D because it is very much the driving force of the three temples, and it is what keeps the three temples of 3D in place. Which are? Politics, economics, and religion. And people are so inclined to say, to blame capitalism, but it's not, it's, it's ironic because you and I talk a lot about power, but we won't talk about greed, but because 3d in 3d greed and power are so inextricably linked that the best we could do in order to get people to really understand and heal all of their disempowerment was to focus on personal power, right? the fact that we've discussed personal power to such a degree where we're probably bored with it is now we can probably we can start to talk about the larger power structures that are at play that are keeping some people stuck or embedded in 3d right so greed bear with me because I'm just going to get this now okay we're going to look at it in two ways okay it asks two questions the first is How can I ensure that my survival is greater than anyone else's? How can I ensure that my power is never
1: robbed? Which sounds like the most most separation statements in the world. Mm. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm me versus you.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, all that shit. Yeah. So it's survival and power. Yeah. Yeah. Which is huge. Those are huge. If we have not taken care of our survival issues... Greed will always exist, and it's not around abundance or lack. It comes from the innate sense of physical competition.
1: Physical competition.
0: Physical competition.
1: So it's like, it's like a hangover from our caveman days. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Absolutely. It's in our wiring. But then how do we free ourselves from greed? Oh, hold on. We're not there. We have to address. We just have to explain the second one, which was how can I ensure that my power is never robbed from me? And again, that's why we discuss a lot of personal power. Do you know what you want? Do you know what your desire, what you desire most? And can you figure out how you can get those for yourself? Right? So go ahead and ask your question now. No, no. my question
1: was, what do you mean? Can you figure out how to get those for yourself?
0: Yeah. How how can you meet your own desires? That's personal power.
1: Well, I don't know how I meet my own desires.
0: Transform your consumption to support your body and not your issues.
1: Because the more, I guess, the more energy you give to, your, like we were talking at the beginning, mm-hmm. the more energy you give to your issues, the more, <laughs> the more energy keeps them alive. <laughs> yes. And this isn't in a let it go kind of way. Mm-mm. It's in a, we're talking about once you have healed, once you have looked at your karma, once you have overcome your karma and your ego, mm-hmm. at that point, spending more time reminiscing about the karma ain't going to be good for anyone. Right. It's about creating a new world rather than trying to recreate the old. Yeah. That's a very big difference. And so when we talk about tr- transforming your consumption to support your body, not your issues, mm-hmm. it's about transforming your consumption to create the world you do desire, yeah. not, the, not the one you fear could happen if not.
0: And it's also, you know, and it's, and it's about ensuring that when you've healed so when you're when you're whole and healed, right? When you've healed all of your bodies, you don't need the coping mechanisms you might be turning to mm. or you might have naturally turned to. Even though sometimes you know
1: going out having a drink at night sometimes is fun, going out and having a little, <laughs> you know, sexy time is fun. We're not saying don't have
0: fun. And so the second thing is to raise your consciousness. As you've experienced, the higher your consciousness, the less you believe you need anymore. Mm. Right? Our sense of need shifts.
1: And your sense of respect shifts. Yes. As I've banged on probably to a boring point <laughs> in this episode.
0: We stop living in FOMO. We stop trying to fill our lives with things, fill our homes with all these useless items that, you know, we we feel we believe we need because Of our loneliness or our karma or whatever it is that you know Mm. that drives us or compels us to want to shop Mm. on um, on black friday or whatever right but to really just see that the way in which we've lived our lives in in terms of consumption no matter what it is has also led to our own destruction Mm -hmm.
1: now this again isn't about renouncing all your stuff and going to sit on a mountain <laughs> you're just no. saying do you need that third iphone
0: <laughs> like that's where we're one. at that's what we're focusing on here right? yes please thank you so thank you thank you um, for that caveat uh, and uh qualifier raya because we are two of the um i wouldn't say that we're materialistic but we do like our things i definitely
1: like my things and i like i i you know i i am a taurus in many ways, you're really gonna, okay, well, you're
0: gonna go to the, with your astrology. <laughs> I know,
1: but I mean, but I love the finer things in life. I do. I too. love good food. I love a comfy bed. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, I'm not a fan of slumming it. It's <laughs> it's just who I am, and that's not me trying to hide an insecurity. No. it's just who I am. But you know, the question is, do we need, you know, what can we do with, and what can we do without? Very well. And said. sometimes things I can't, I want
0: are going to be a bit you know for someone else they could do without it but that's why we're all perfectly individual which is why the third thing is to cease holding judgment by respecting others freedom yeah so when you do more people will be able to evolve according to their values and change will come from that well yeah because actually if you think
1: about it the only way that we do personal empowerment the only way that you know, we teach all of this 5D stuff mm-hmm. is it first starts with you, right? Yeah. So you have to build your respect with yourself. That's why we say honor your heart, honor yourself, live in integrity because you're building that respect for yourself mm-hmm. as well, right? Yeah. And not in a, oh, I should do this because the book's taught me to It's because I really feel this and I honor that. Yeah. You know? And so you can't do that. If you want to help this world change, you have to give space for other people to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, and I know you. You know, you sometimes tend to be somewhat impatient. Just a <laughs> dot. <And at> <laughs> you tend to want to push people
1: along. Um, I just, I just, if I can see what's going on, I want to help them so that they can get out of it faster. But I have learned every single time that I thought I. Actually initially I was like, Oh, I'm just robbing them of their healing journey. No, no. They're just they're just it's just not gonna fucking
0: register. It really won't. It really won't. consciousness comes as it comes. Yeah. You know, we can only allow. Yeah. But at the same time,
1: if you have an open heart, if you have the drive to change, mm-hmm. if you are curious enough to know how, yeah. then it can happen, and it can happen fast. Mm-hmm. But it has to come from you. And then it can go to everyone else
0: perfect
1: okay so i have two questions they're obviously more about me
0: thank you for listening for more information articles and inspiration find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta and if
1: you liked what you heard please subscribe and leave us a review